big beard. Hey, Kayla. Hi, Ayana. <laughs> Welcome to Fill in the Blank Podcast. Welcome. Um, Get away. Everybody, welcome back to another week at Fill in the Blank Podcast. What's up? What's up? We are in a different space. I know you all see, and we're in a different space because we have a guest today, a very special guest. Ooh. But before I introduce her, hi Ayana. Hi Kayla. How are you? I'm great. How are you? And welcome our special guest, Vicky. Hi Vicky. Hi. <laughs> We are very. We are some faces. Okay, (laughs) so we are here today with Vicky Logan, and we have to give y'all a little background about how all of this came to be. Um, We'll start with you. Do you want me to start? Yeah, you start. Okay, where do I start? Uh, Manifestation. (laughs) Let's start. Let's start at the manifestation first. We had a meeting. Fill in the blank. Had a lovely little meeting. I Um, forgot about that. Back when I had literally not an ounce of faith. And uh, basically, Kayla was like, these are the guests that I foresee for our podcast. And Vicky Logan was one of those guests. And I was like, okay. I was like, that sounds nice, mm-hmm. but sure. <laughs> um, She's like, sure, whatever. Um. Yeah, I was like, sure, okay. Um, and uh, Kayla was like, she follows you, Ayana. I was like, no, no, she doesn't. She was like, yeah, she does. And I looked, I was like, oh my God, she follows me. So I followed her back. And then mm-hmm. I happened to run into her at an event, which mm-hmm. is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um Sorry at an event, uh, shot my shot, and <laughs> shot my we shot. both shot our shot. Though. We really did. It was the most awkward shoot your shot moment because we both were like, I know uh, who that is, right. like, uh, and hi. I want to say something, but I don't want to be awkward and right. weird. So we were just like, hi. It was a cute little awkward interaction, though. Like, and like, it, should I go say something first? Or right. Sh- yeah. I kept. I remember I kept trying to uh, inch my way over there in a way, and I was like, when do I like say hi? Like at some point, uh, you were looking at shoes, and I was like standing there awkwardly, like. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> hi. And hi. then you ran off and FaceTimed me immediately at one point. And I was like, I was like, you will not believe it. I here. said, this is that your time is to shine. So funny. It was because I was literally on my phone, like texting my friend. I was like, oh my god. I need <laughs> and then so we were all having the same moment. Yeah, everybody was having that moment. I yes. love that. I love that. Yes. It was serendipity. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I shot my shot, and then we had uh, what dinner. Got ramen mm-hmm. for the first time. It was so yes, good. That's some good ramen. Um, I've been craving to go back. I'm trying to convince oh. Marcus to go, but he's like skeptical. He's oh, like, no. oh, no. I'm like, it's so good. It's yes. good. Yes. That was yes. some bomb ramen. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and then we're here. So mm-hmm. Kayla, you spoke this into existence. Yeah. So I started following you. I don't even know. It had to be like five years ago. Like it's been a wow. long time. And I don't really... Like, I was telling you at dinner, like, there's not a lot of influencers that I, like, mm-hmm. like get invested in. <laughs> right. Like, I'm not very invested with people. Like, right. I might see a couple things and be like, oh, okay, that's cool. But, like, I actually, like, watch your content and keep up with things and whatnot. So, it was crazy because when I saw you all post... Um, Life with, on Life with the Logans, and you all did the video. I was like, mm-hmm. Ayana, I was like, they talked about you on there. You got to go watch the video. But it's just wild. Like, I kind of did manifest this whole thing. I was just like, you know, I really can't see. Like, there's not a lot of people here in Chicago that mm-hmm. are creators that right. are like, 
normal people (laughs) and not annoying. So I'm like, I want somebody on this podcast that are like this, like us, like that feels like, yeah, like our vibe. Just normal. Yeah, just normal. Just normal. Just normal, normal genuine, authentic people. (laughs) Yes. So that is how we got here. And so Vicky, is there anything you want to share about who you are for people who don't know what you do and how sure. this all happened. Sure. Well, first of all, thank you guys for having me. For oh, yeah. thinking of me. I've, I don't feel like I'm anybody. I really don't. <laughs> Look, like, I don't I, feel it. You know, especially living in Chicago, I feel like this is not like a big influencer mm-hmm. space. So like when people know who I am, it's kind of like a big deal because it's like, this is not New York or LA. Yeah. yeah. So you don't really run into influencers like that. So I'm really low key. Like yeah. I just be chilling in the cut mm. living my life being normal. Yeah. So when people are like, oh my gosh, I follow you. I'm like... Really? (laughs) And even still, like with Ayana wanting to like talk to me, I'm like, first of all, well, you're on Netflix. (laughs) That's like real. Like influencers (laughs) are kind of like, we're not really celebrities like that, like that. Mm -hmm. But like, if you're on Netflix, people know you. Yeah. People know who you are. It's reality TV though. I mean, but so. It doesn't matter. It's okay. It's okay. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I just think it's like really cool that we like connected in this way. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, for those of you who don't know who I am, my name is Vicky Logan. I'll talk to the camera. <laughs> um, Vicky Logan. And I've been on the internet sharing my life for a very long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I consider myself to be like an old person on the internet. Yeah, like, OG. Internet. OG. Okay. OG. Yeah. Just say OG. Okay. I don't, that's kind of like being arrogant, though. It's not no, arrogant. They call myself an OG. Not at all. You are an OG. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was shooting <laughs> in the gym, okay? Back in the day when we were all making makeup tutorials on our floor. Right. Like, that was the thing. Okay. Um, but yeah, I've been on the internet sharing my life since 2010-ish. Wow. So I started my YouTube channel in like 2010. Wow. Wow. Um, and it really started taking off around like 2000. I want to say like 2012, 13. Mm-hmm. Come on, consistency. There. Right. I mean, I've been like, I've been, well, first of all, my parents, my parents were really like the original influencers because really? they used to record me as a kid. Yes. I have home videos that they would record me and I would like share my outfits and stuff. Oh, I my did gosh. see one on your story. Yes. I was like, oh, you've Narrate always been like and, this. <laughs> oh, I was, I was a mess. Like you're it. meant for this. I was a mess. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, in front of a camera, I, I turned it on real <laughs> quick. I have yeah, the up? same exact kind of videos yes. from my childhood. Like, it's literally me doing exactly how your videos, your home oh, videos Oh, I, I was something. I wanted to be like a Barney kid because mm-hmm. Barney used to like audition yeah. in Dallas. Oh, wow. um, which is where I'm from, I'm from Texas. And I wanted to be on Barney so bad. My parents wouldn't let me do it. Yeah, I didn't because most of those kids, they're <laughs> low. You're like, yeah. Low. <laughs> yeah. But like the time around the time that I wanted to audition, that's when Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez auditioned. So I would have been on what? their, like in their circuit. Can you imagine what wow. that would have been like? Wow. Yeah. That kind of like. You see how that? their documentaries turned out. <laughs> no disrespect. <laughs> You're like, they thank are, you. Yeah. I'm glad my parents shielded me from that because yeah, the industry yeah. is no joke. But um, exposure. So yeah, I just took my talents to the internet, really. Mm-hmm. So if there was ever a social media network coming out at whatever point it came out, like MySpace, Zanga, uh, what's the other one? Facebook. When first, Facebook first started out, when Twitter first started out, I was on all of them. Like, yeah. Oh, wow. Just like making friends and talking about whatever. Yeah. And so that's kind of how I got into what I'm doing now. Really, I've just been doing the same thing for a long time. I went to school for advertisement, public relations. Okay. Um, and broadcast journalism. Mm-hmm. I, I did one for each year. Okay. Um, and then dropped out. So... <laughs> 
But I, I was, love that. For around you. the time I dropped out is when my YouTube channel started taking off. Oh, and okay. then I was about to get married. So I was just like, I'm oh, about to do so my own thing. Like, yeah, forget it. Figure it out. You know? Mm-hmm. And so I moved to Chicago when I was like 22 and got married and didn't know anybody up here. And I was just like recording videos, living my life. Yeah. And that's that. pretty much it. We started our vlog channel and we uploaded our wedding video and it went viral. And then that's that's how that wow. happened. So I've just been like sharing my life basically. Like I talk about pretty much everything um, from like beauty, fashion, you know, what I like to eat, mm-hmm. what I like to do in Chicago, um, just pretty much everything. Like yeah. I just share my life really. Um, and it's got me this far. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, just being genuine and being myself is really wow. is really what I pride myself on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like just encouraging other people to be themselves. Yeah. That's actually my really thing. comforting for me. Cause I always wonder like, I mean, you influencers know. out here. Cause I mean, you know, you know, yeah, how yeah, it yeah. Is. And mm-hmm. I'm like, can I really make it that far? Just being myself. You really you can, can though. You, you can. really can. Wow. You really can. Especially because there's not a lot of people really being themselves. Mm-hmm. Everybody's yeah. trying to fit into a mold mm-hmm. and yeah. do what everybody and you else know is what? doing. That's backfiring. It's yeah, starting yeah. to backfire now. Yeah. The, the mm-hmm. whole like becoming an influencer overnight thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because people are like trying to make it a source of income yeah. right off the bat. Yeah. When you have to like build some yeah. credibility with yes. your following mm-hmm. first. Yes. Or else they're not going to buy anything that you, mm-hmm. like yes. it's not even, it's not about selling things. Yep. Mm-hmm. And there's like this whole wave on TikTok right now about like de-influencing and they're talking about like how people are over being influenced to buy yeah. a bunch of stuff. It's like, consumerism consumership whatever yeah that, you, you know what yeah. <laughs> like it's overconsumption basically yeah. it's like people are like oh my god everybody's telling me to buy a stanley cup yeah i bought a stanley cup i like my stanley cup but i bought it because i like my stanley cup yeah. i didn't buy it because influencers told me to buy you yeah. know mm-hmm. so yeah. it's like people are like being influenced but are, do they do they even like you as a person yes like, do they even know you so as important. a person because and there's no like you said there's no credibility mm-hmm. so it's like you're just gonna go with whatever wave whoever yeah. offers you a deal mm-hmm. and hands yeah. you some money you're gonna try to sell it it's not and then people get it it's and they're not. like i don't even like this product yeah it's really not it's not sustainable because if if your following is just based on people buying things instead mm-hmm. of them actually liking you once mm-hmm. they're tired of buying things they just that's it they're gonna go you know, yeah. it's really the personality that holds people. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I've changed my niche or what I like so many times. Mm-hmm. People have evolved with me over time. I like something new every other year. I join a new platform and I'm like focused on that every mm-hmm. other year. I mean, it's like people have grown with me in a way. So they like know who I am and they mm-hmm. get me. Yeah. But like people who are newer, it's like it's harder to kind of build that right away mm-hmm. I you agree to, it takes time it I does. agree it takes time I agree. I feel like there's nothing wrong with just being yourself and then like going from there after the show I realized there was a huge divide between what people believed reality stars were and and mm-hmm. who we actually are and I was like bro I'm a normal person like yeah. I'm a very normal person mm-hmm. and so here I was with this huge following and I had to figure out like if this is something that I want how do I build on this and I was like I'm just gonna be myself yeah but I didn't know if people would actually like that or not they do because you you attract the type of audience mm. like Mm-hmm. That you are as a person, like I will just say, the same yeah. way that I found Vicky, and right. I don't follow a lot of other influencers. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. 
people are going to stay attracted to you mm. as a person and your yeah. personality. Like that was the reason why a lot of people gravitated towards you because of the show. They're mm. like, oh my gosh, this girl's so different from mm -hmm. other people that are reality stars, stars yeah. you know? So Because mm -hmm. I was supposed to be there. <laughs> or I, was supposed to be <laughs> I guess there. I was. You were. You were. It was you meant were. to be. Yes. This, all of this would not have happened if you didn't go on that show. True. Which yeah. is wild to think about. That's true. Because that's how we met. Exactly. Because like, y'all wouldn't even be show. friends. Mm -hmm. Man. See how that worked out? Look at God. Look at God. Look at God. He did that. But yeah, so like, I feel like this kind of leads into, we kind of already been talking about like the first topic, which is just authentic influencing. And like, you kind of touched on like how to sustain in an industry that is like, we're kind of like in a microwave type of generation where they're like, oh, we want what's quick and easy and all of that. And then you have a lot of influencers who are just, trying to influence for money's sake and not because they want to genuinely like share inspire help, or help yeah. people or share their lives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what has that been like for you? Like, has it ever been a time where like influencing was really difficult with you being authentically yourself? Or do you feel like it's just been genuine because you like being able to show up as your full self? Um, there are times where it has gotten difficult. I think a lot of the time that, you're, you are influencing or you have a following and your following is growing, it can be overwhelming because like it's all of these people. It's it's weird in itself being online and not seeing physical people, but mm -hmm, they follow mm -hmm. you and you have numbers on a screen, right? Mm -hmm, it's like yeah. you see the comments and you see the faces, but unless they don't have a picture, which is mm -hmm. even more weird, but it's like- <laughs> Which is scary. You see it. And you see the words and you read the words, yeah. but you don't really see it as like, oh, all these people follow me. You know mm -hmm, what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's just how it is for me. So it's kind of dissociation in a way. Yeah. yeah. But like, sometimes it hits me like in, in moments where I'm like, oh my God, like this is like, this is real. There are people who watch me and follow me and know who I am. Typically it's when I run into people outside. In person. Of, yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, I am making an impact. I'm doing something. But yeah. there are times where like it, it gets... It gets weird because you're reading words on a screen and it's like some people will say things about you, like the trolls and stuff, you know, yeah. negativity and things like that. Mm -hmm. And it's like you start second guessing yourself. Mm -hmm. You're like, am I really like what they said that yeah. like? Yeah. Or does that, I mean, I know things about me that I feel like are annoying about me, but yeah. like when people bring it up, it's like, okay, well maybe I shouldn't be like that. Or maybe yeah. I shouldn't. Yeah. So like during like my twenties, cause I'm, I'm 31 now, so I'm okay. grown. I'm you grown, in the you said. in the in the golden. I'm years. grown, grown. Okay, the golden. Um, years. Now I don't care. But <laughs> um, yeah, like in my twenties, it's like when you're in your twenties, you're like finding yourself, you know, mm -hmm. and you're just like you're second guessing everything you do anyway because you're in your twenties and yeah. it's so unsure. Everything's so unsure. Literally. So it's like I came into my twenties knowing who I was and very confident. When I got mm -hmm. on the internet, I knew who I was. I was very confident. Mm -hmm. But it's like all these people like saying things about you, and it's like some of it's kind of true. Yeah. And you'd be like, well, you didn't have to say it like that. Right. Yeah. It kind of hurt my feelings. Yeah. Right. But it's like, you don't want to, you want things to hurt your feelings. Mm -hmm. Me, I'm, I'm like a thug. Okay. I'm mm. like, nothing can hurt me. <laughs> like, but after can't a hurt while, some of those words, they start getting a little heavy. Especially yeah. when they're the same one. It's a, yes. It's like, like, oh, it's the dang, same okay. one. Or something mm -hmm. that you already kind of are struggling with and they bring it An up. An insecurity yes. that they kind of nitpick at. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's when it gets kind of difficult because it's like, I want to be my full self, mm -hmm. but then I have to like safeguard. Yes. part of myself too so I can't give everything because I don't want all of me to be exposed like I like being vulnerable I'm not I don't keep secrets mm -hmm. I don't like to hide things from people but at the same time I had to learn how to be like 
to have boundaries, yes. basically. Because if you don't have boundaries, people will like run all over you. And there's, the thing about influencing is like once you do become more popular, people get demanding. Yeah, and like they they want to know everything. they want to know everything, and they feel like they're almost entitled to yes. your life. Like you're you're not entitled to know everything about me. Yeah. Yes. So that's when I had to start setting boundaries, and I'm like, okay, I cannot let this be my entire life. Like mm-hmm. I have to have a life outside of this as yeah. well. So it, it's gotten difficult in those moments. Um, and then on the flip side, there are some times where <laughs> there are some times where you do uh, campaigns and you sign up for the campaign thinking, oh my God, this is great. This fits me. I like this brand. Yeah. I use this brand. Great. I can work with them. And then they give you this whole script oh. and then they they literally like change everything that you would say yeah. and make it sound so like scripted, scripted and, just, and not you. Mm-hmm. And it's like you're fighting to share your personality, but also it feels awkward because yeah. it's like, this doesn't feel like me. Yeah. And that's happened to me a couple of times where it was like, I don't. Like I would this never right say now. this. Yeah. I would never say this. Yeah. But it's like you're legally contracted now, so you have to. You, you have to do it. Kinda have to do. Yes. Mm-hmm. They catch you off guard sometimes. I feel that. I've gotten better now at like picking, um, or at least asking questions before Same. signing a contract, Same. so that I know that I'm being myself. Because that's the other downside to influencing. It's like people know when you're selling something. Yeah. So if they don't feel like it's genuine, they're gonna scroll right past it. And yep. they do. And they do. <laughs> they do. They do. When they see it's that like it's like an ad. But it makes like, you feel uncomfortable too if it's not genuine. Because you don't want to do, you don't want to say something you don't want to say. Agreed. Yeah. So it's like, I've had to learn over time, like, okay, being my authentic self, how much of myself do I show? How much of myself do I keep to myself? Mm-hmm. And then what things am I cool with doing? What things am I not cool with doing? How do I show up for myself and advocate for myself? Because as like as just being transparent, as a black woman in this industry, it's very hard yeah. to even get brand deals in the first place mm-hmm. that are worth your time mm-hmm. because people will like they will definitely shortchange. They will, to shortchange. Yes, they, they will, will lowball you. They'll shortchange oh, you. They'll that. ask for a whole lot. They'll pay for my nothing. castmates. Way, way more, more, way more, way more. Really? And so it's like yes. you don't want to turn down opportunities. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like I have to, I have to respect myself and my own yeah. time. Yep. You know, so there's a brand there. that you've worked to build over right. all this time, like knowing it's worth. It's like I'm not like I'm higher up than what you're offering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like knowing your worth. Yeah. A lot of that. A lot of that. And so there's a, there's a lot that goes into it. But I agree. You know. I just, like I said, my, my main priority is always to remain myself and be true to myself. Mm-hmm. If it don't feel right, I'm not doing it. Yeah. The end. And yeah, it's taken me some time to get there. There have been a lot of ups and downs. Look, I'm I'm on the I'm on the journey. Well, I'm yeah. learning. Bro, how to it's get a journey. There. Yeah. I, I remember I posted something, and you're my close friends now, but I posted something. And I think the next thing I posted on my close friends, like my soul just died. <laughs> <laughs> my soul died a little bit with that ass. I thought about that when I was saying it. I was like, I remember when you posted that. Because yeah, I've had like, so many moments like that is like, ugh. Like, like my this soul is cringe. so cringy. A piece of it. Or and it's even, like people don't get it. They're like, they think they really oh, don't. well, why didn't you just you just why did you say yes to do it? And it's like, it's not that simple. It's really right. not. It's really because not it's really simple. like marketing. Yes. Like, yeah. it, it is marketing. You yeah. are now kind of like a paid actor mm-hmm. for that brand yeah. to represent them in the light and the image that they want yeah. you to. And sometimes you go into things open-minded, thinking that it's going to be one way, and mm-hmm. they throw you off guard completely. Mm-hmm. Like, like you've already we want you to be yourself. Contract. We love your content. We love what you do. But then they're like, well, actually, we want you to say it exactly like this. Read it like this. Legal and says you have to do it this crazy. way. That's and I'm crazy. like, yeah. I would never say that. And Man. then I have to like, I have a team now 
thank the Lord, I have a team <laughs> who can advocate for me. Yeah. And they'll go back and forth on my behalf. Like, she doesn't want to say it like this. Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? So <laughs> you're going to say they'll it word how- it correctly. Mm-hmm. They're going to word it correctly. And they'll be like, um, this doesn't really fit her brand. Mm-hmm. So that way I'm not doing things that, that yeah. don't fit me at all. Yeah. You know? That I love sense. that. That's yeah. great. I feel like, like personally, like I'm not an influencer, but with the podcast growing, like I'm starting to learn about mm-hmm. little things and just from being friends with you and watching everything. But like, that's part of what I'm grateful for here with the podcast that we have Ariel because <laughs> she, she don't be playing. She'd be like, uh, no, she'd be <laughs> like, I wouldn't even get excited about that right now. Like, let's just, let's pump the brakes for a second. We got to yeah. make sure that they are talking right, acting right, you know? So I could definitely understand the importance of having like a team behind you. Oh yeah. Having a team is the, like, it's such a blessing because you need people to bounce ideas off of, number mm. one. As a creative person, sometimes you get yes. in your head yes. and you like need somebody to like just talk to yes. about what you're trying to do. And then they can say, ah, that doesn't sound like a good idea. Or yeah, that's a great idea. Or mm-hmm. they can add to your ideas. But also people who can back you up and be in your corner and be like, you're not crazy. Mm-hmm. What they said was weird. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Like that mm-hmm. helps yes. because sometimes you feel like, is it just me? Right. Yeah. Or <laughs> like, is this wrong? <laughs> is this wrong? Am I doing this wrong? Yeah. Like, did I, am I thinking wrong? And they're like, yeah. no, no, that's That's dumb. exactly how I am too. Like, yeah. that's why a lot of times those spaces where people are just like super robotic, like mm-hmm. in the nine to five life, I'm so drained. I'm like, I need to have conversation with people. Like yeah. I need yeah. to have creative outlets and talk about ideas and mm-hmm. the gray area to things instead of just the black and white. Like, right, right. So right. I definitely get that. Oh, what yeah. do you think has been like your favorite part of doing all of this? Um, I think my favorite part has just been being able to make my own rules because I'm not a rule follower. And <laughs> Rebels Unite. Rebels, Rebels Unite. Unite, that is me. I, you know, I know like, there are parts of me that do like structure and do like, you know, to have a organized environment. But for the most part, I like to be free. I like mm-hmm. freedom mm-hmm. of making my own choices and doing the things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's like with this job, now that it is a job, even though it does make me money, like I'm in control of what, how I make that money, mm-hmm. which is... I feel like that's cool. That I feel is like very there's cool. not many jobs where you can do that. That's yeah. a it's the best thing that it I is. think a lot of people strive to get. Mm-hmm. Like wanting autonomy. It you is know? difficult though. It's very difficult you to be, be your, your own, own boss. boss. Oh, it's it's hard. <laughs> and there's no like set time, like how people get off of work. Oh yeah, no. Like it's nonstop. You have to be very like disciplined yeah. to really do this for real, for real. Yeah. Um like, I feel like I'm not even doing as good as I could be because I don't push myself as hard as some people do. Mm. But it is hard, especially mm. when you're, like, your own boss. Nobody's telling you what to do. You have to, like, govern yourself. Oof. It's very difficult. Yeah, be a self-starter. Um, yes. Yeah, it's, You have to be a self-starter. And a lot of people aren't self-starters, and I don't think they... Like, when people ask me how to be an influencer, I'm like, well, number one, you have to be able to put yourself out there. Mm. That's one thing. Mm. And then you can't, because you can't be embarrassed. Because no. 90% of this is being embarrassed. It and really you just got to get that. over it. it really like, is. just saying things. I embarrass really myself things. on the internet all the time. Yeah. yeah. But people love that. So yeah. I just used it's to. It's like, it. you all like it. I love it. Great. Yeah. But most people are like, oh my God, how do you sit and talk in front of a camera? I'm like, you just do it. Do it. Like, yeah. I sit and cry in front of a camera. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it is what it is. But it's like, People just don't, I don't think they get that part of it where you have to literally like push yourself Mm -hmm. all the time. And you're always learning. 
you're always, which is fun for me because I like to teach myself things. Mm-hmm. I, I call myself a Renaissance Sim a lot. Oh, I you like play that. Sims. Um, I'm cool. a Renaissance Sim. So every like year or so, I have a new skill I want to learn. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> what is it right now? You know, uh, <laughs> you're like, oh. babies. Yeah. Uh, I have to learn how to take care of a whole baby. Right. So that's my skill that <laughs> oh, I'm learning goodness. right now. But um, that's a big one, though. That's yeah, a big it's a forced, skill. It's to a like... forced skill. It's not really something I chose. To... <laughs> but um, every now and then, like, but I just like to learn new things, which is great because there's always a new app or something coming out. You have to learn algorithms every couple months because they're so always you changing legit them. Re- like you learn the algorithms. I try to. I mean, I'm I don't. So I don't really like execute all the time. Yeah. I, the the thing about me is that's kind of like a kind of a downside to I guess my personality. Like I love to learn things. Mm. I don't use half the things I learn. Yeah. I just like you to just like to stuff. store it in your yeah. mind. I just I like storing knowledge. Yes, I'm me. a knowledge hoarder. That okay. Is me. I have tons of knowledge. I may not ever share it, that but is me. it's in there. It's there. And if you ask, if me, it ever comes up, and if I don't know, I'm gonna Google it right yes, away. Immediately. I, I will Google things all day long. Yeah. Um, I and I, I just love learning things. So mm. I think that helps me to like do what I do because you have to be on your toes all the time. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, when you think people like stuff, they change their mind in yeah. like five minutes. Especially with like TikTok generation. Trends are Gen always Z. like Man. the trends. It's like always changing. You have to keep up. I'm, I'm still trying to learn TikTok. I, I think I'm just. Uh, now I'm learning it. I'm learning it slowly. I actually have grown to really like TikTok. Mm. Over I Instagram. like it. I like watching them, but I'm. I get scared to make TikToks. Like I have made you know, TikToks and just save them. Like oh, no, like it is intimidating. Yeah. I will say, coming from Instagram and YouTube, the way that I had programmed my brain to make content. Yeah. TikTok is the total it's, opposite. It's yeah. almost random. It's the it's total very opposite. I don't get it. You don't know what sounds are going to just like. Oh, no, no. I don't you get can't, it. You can't predict it. And that's why it. it makes my brain hurt. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I need like some form of understanding or structure. Like, what you know, is this? What I've learned to do with TikTok is like, it's so mindless for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's one of those things where I just get on there and if I have something to say, I'll post it. You'll just jump on live. I've seen you I on just live. I on live. Yeah. Time. She just there doing her makeup. If I see a trend that I like. And I like I think of something funny that I could do with the trend. I'll try to do it. Yeah. But I'm not gonna part, lie. I have something that that you did on Instagram that I cracked up at. I showed. I made him watch the video thousands of times, <laughs> and it was you doing. I wanted to recreate it, but I never did it. I always think that I'm like I'm gonna do this, and I'm like never did it. But you were doing the dance the to Omarion? like a little no to oh. the SpongeBob. The oh, SpongeBob the SpongeBob. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, Oh, I, was, I said, oh, I this was is learning. my jam. This yeah. is it. That was when I was learning TikTok dances. And I was like, I got to find one that I can learn. I have, yeah. to, I have to be able I to do still, one. I, I want to do one. I got to learn I have one. To, I learned them and then don't do them. Oh, it took I don't me so long. myself. That's it took me problem. so long to get that one down. It, <laughs> it was good, a, It took me like a week. That was a good one, though. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was I was thoroughly entertained. I was like, "That's this is the type of content I like on my timeline. <laughs> like, That's this so is funny. funny. <laughs> that is so funny. So do you have, before we switch gears, do you have any other questions about authentic influencing i think first of all i'm just happy that you paved the way and i didn't have to figure this out by myself because (laughs) i don't know what's going on right now and i've learned a lot within the past was it it hasn't even been a year yet Mm -hmm. um but a lot has been thrown at me so i'm having to quickly learn boundaries Mm -hmm. with uh everybody i'm quickly having to learn like what my content is what my niche is but like how did you get to the point of understanding like the boundaries because like boundaries with yourself and what you want to share but then also boundaries with people with the comments and like do you read all the comments or do you just like Mm, it depends right now I'm in a very 
I won't say sensitive because that's not the word that I'm trying to use. But right now, because I'm pregnant, mm. I am in a very, uh, I say I'm in my cutthroat season. Yeah. <laughs> so I try not to read all the comments okay. because I have no filter right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, I'm able to like just delete and move on with my life. These days, I'm like, oh, I got a rebuttal. <laughs> and I got time I got day. something to say. I got time today. <laughs> that's how I feel. People and like, well, can get it. Yeah. I had to teach myself how to not respond. But then now that it's like creeping back up, like, oh, I want to respond. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes people will catch me on live on, at not a good time. And I'm like, why would you ask me that? That's dumb. Why did you ask me that? Why would you ask anybody that? That's stupid. Um, I'm trying that to- That is I, hilarious. I'm like, I, I apologize for the things I said when I was pregnant. Um, but yeah, like with boundaries, I feel like I'm, a, I'm very much a boundaries person in general. Yeah. Like yeah. I- try to teach my friends boundaries as well because I'm like, no, like you're not gonna let people run all over you. Like yeah. mm-hmm. I'm that friend, right? And I'm very, I pride myself on having very good boundaries because like, I don't know, like I don't know if I've been like this my whole life or mm. what, but I just don't play no mess. See, I'm just now Hello. learning this. So even in real life, it's I don't. I'm like that with I don't her. even. She is like that. So it just carries over for me online mm-hmm. as well. Like I treat people online like I do anybody in real life. Yeah, like, just like, don't play with me. Just don't play with me. We're fine. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm a vulnerable, open person as far as like sharing things. Mm-hmm. But like, if I don't want to share something, I won't. Yeah, and I'll be like, no, I'm not, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, sharing that, mm-hmm. or I'll just you know if there's something that bothers me or rubs me the wrong way, I'm gonna speak up about it. I'm like, I didn't like that. Yeah, um, but you know I, what this is teaching me that well, I can be mean sometimes. You can be mean, and you know what? Yes. You know what? I think. Are you thirty yet? No. Okay. Yeah, we're both 30, in our twenties. When you hit thirty, I don't know what it is about. Wait, how you old get are you guys? Empowered. Um, twenty-seven. I'm about to be twenty-nine. Ooh. Yeah. So, okay. So twenty-seven <laughs> was the year for me where it's kind of started hitting me that yeah. I was like, okay, I have a say so. Yeah. And it didn't. That's literally how I I'm have starting to feel so. right now. Yes, you start feeling it like, okay, I don't have to say yes to everything, and I can, I can say yes. no. Literally, what then we just I talked about. We that's just, said I, this. I just told my sister this because she's about to turn twenty-seven. I'm like, when you turn twenty-seven, it's gonna hit you. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have to say yes to everything. Yeah. Hello? And I can say no. I told you today. I was like that. They were like trying to guilt trip me into staying, and I, we already yeah. had this planned out. I was but like, I said, no, no, I'm leaving. No. <laughs> they were like, oh, but we really. I'm like. No, 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 that's too no, no, bad. No. I'm yeah, out. No. Bye. <laughs> yeah. I think I started realizing that around like 27. By the time I hit 30, it was a wrap. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Saying no is like so easy now. Ooh. Um, so just get ready because 30 is great. That's okay. gonna be bad for See, me. That's because what I keep saying. I feel like 30 is the goal. 30 is age, great. Man. I love it. I, can't I love it. Wait. I feel so much freedom. I don't know why it just happens at 30. Because it's mm-hmm. like I'm a grown ass woman. Right. You are. You are. <laughs> like you are. for real, for real. No, it hits you. You're like, oh, I'm grown. I don't have to yeah. do this. I don't have to um, deal with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So now I'm like, oh no, I don't, I don't, I don't take anything from anybody. So mm. with like boundaries for me it's like my peace is so much more important yes. than what people think about me yes Hello. that is like my main thing yes. i don't care what people think as long as i'm at peace mm-hmm. that's all that matters yeah as long as i know who i am that's all that matters Because you can't please everybody no you yeah. really can't it's like you can't you can't even you can do everything right and still be wrong damned if you do damned if you don't yeah and i and i've realized that so many times it's mm-hmm. like I try to like explain myself and yes. defend myself. Yes. Girl, they don't care. They really don't. They These really do don't. Care. They'll take whatever, whatever they saw and just run with that. The and internet is like else. opinions. Yes. Everybody's Especially because they're behind. You can never be right with opinions. Yeah, no, you can't. You can't. Like, because you they'll argue can't. you down. 
Yeah, and I'm a facts-minded person. Like, Same. I don't rely on, like... Emotion. Emotion at mm-hmm. all. Yeah. So when, like, I say things, I come from, like, a factual standpoint, and people are like, but this is how I feel. And I'm like, I don't... But your feelings are <laughs> I don't care how you feel. feel. This is the, the fact. Right. Yeah. This is what it is. But people don't think that way yeah. when they're, like, typing their comments and saying whatever they want to say. They be like, but this is my opinion. Okay, I, why did you... But so why do you have to share that? your opinion about someone else and what they're doing? People, and just... You know... That's I, why I don't understand. It's the audacity. It's the audacity. Literally. But you know what I've also learned? I've also learned that people actions are not really a reflection of you it's, it's more, more of a reflection, reflection of, of them, them. Yes. yes they're projecting, like projecting half the time like yes. crazy. they're projecting half the time they're hurt about something yeah um you know and it usually doesn't have anything to do with you yeah so i just you know i'm just like girl i'm sorry that somebody hurt you <laughs> where you feel like you had to say something to me look that's about to but be guess my what? response i'm sorry yeah. somebody hurt you i'm right. sorry somebody hurt you but guess what it don't bother me and i'm gonna sleep tonight come on <laughs> so you know, and I, I can't I, wait till you get in that bag because I be in her comment section reading it and I be ready to pop off no. on people myself. I'm like, you want me to say something? She be like, no, it's cool. I'm like, but they don't know me. So <laughs> they don't know me. They don't know me. You know, so you know, I can say whatever I want. <laughs> At this point in my life, I'm like, my piece is so much more important. Mm-hmm. I really don't care. I'm getting I love there. That. I'm I don't care. So sure. boundaries for me is like key mm-hmm. for my piece. I just don't. I don't let anybody disturb my peace. I and like it's that. Great. It's great over here. I I'm like learning. that. I'm learning that. Here. I'm getting yeah. there for and, sure. And to what you said about being mean, like, you know, people make being mean. And I joke about it all the time, like that I'm mean, that I'm mm-hmm. not. I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm a nice person. Yeah, you are, you are a nice person. But like most people, when they first meet me, they're like, I don't know if she likes me or not. <laughs> and it's because I'm observant. I'm yeah. just an observant person. Like, Hello. I'm not like an open, yes. oh my gosh, hug me. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, okay, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> let me, like, let me make sure that you're okay. Make sure you have good intentions. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but I, I have learned also that being mean isn't always the bad thing. Sometimes it, you need to be mean. You need to sometimes. be mean yeah. sometimes. I feel it. And I don't even think it's, it's mean. It's more so just standing up for yourself, yeah. really. People and, are intimidated mm-hmm. by people who are confident. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if you're confident in yourself and you make a decision or you say something and you really mean that mm-hmm. and it hurt their feelings because they didn't expect you to do that. Like, they wanted you to... They had a different outcome in their head. Come it's on. crazy how they That's lose it. the rah-rah, though, when you respond. Yeah. I don't know yeah. how many times I've seen that when I have responded. They're like, oh, my God, I didn't think you would actually see it. You're literally commenting under my on personal my like what, what did you think that where did you think, you think, I think I these comments were going <laughs> and you know sometimes people just say things because they just want a response mm-hmm. i've also learned that too. i've learned that then, they re- then you respond they'd be like oh my gosh i love you i love you so you had to like, get on what? my nerves to right. get my attention I don't and you thought that, that was gonna work it just, it, I think it, I think what I was shocked, cause I, I used to joke all the time before the show, like, I hate people. But like, <laughs> now I'm like, wow, I really hate people. <laughs> but then also I realized like some people out here really just like, they, mm, yeah. some missing up here. Yeah. Yeah. People are, you know, <laughs> what especially I've online. Yeah. Like, I think people are just lonely. People yeah, they are, are lonely and just unhealed. Yeah. And, like, just, and they're just, like you all said, projecting their traumas yeah. onto anybody that they can. And the internet gives them a little bit of power. It gives yeah. them a voice and a platform. Yeah. yeah. Because so it's like, what are you going to do? Yes. Yeah, like, so if you, you see me. it <laughs> and you having a lot of followers and stuff, that's like, it's almost like it doesn't matter if it's negative or positive. It's still attention. Yeah. And it's like, wow, like she responded to me. Yeah. I got somebody to respond. And she's famous and I love her. So. Yeah. So she responded to me. She Great. responded. So that's all they wanted, really. So you might as well just start popping off in your response. <laughs> <laughs> all that to be said. All that to say. Pop off on the if you want to be mean, be mean. <laughs> I love it. Like, what is it going to hurt? Right. It's just going to get people in check. 
Pretty much. I like it. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. I mean, as long as you're not being like... Oh yeah, no, really no, her, like, she does good. Like the her clapbacks are pretty good though. Like yeah. when she clapbacks, it's it's almost like nice, but it's like oh, you just put me in check. Like yeah. I be reading them, I be like like. You know my followers like <laughs> they know I love memes. I have a whole meme folder. I have like two hundred something <laughs> memes in my phone. Um, I speak in meme. That's how I, I communicate. Love that. Mm-hmm. And so like if somebody leaves a dumb comment or something, I screenshot it. I post it in my story and I'll put a meme on it. <laughs> And make a whole thing out of it. And I'm like, oh, you want attention? Here you listen. go. <laughs> Wait, listen. do you tag them to or you just no, I won't tag them. Oh, I was like, oh, but they know. No. They know what Look, it is. I'll see them tag them. I'll see you. Know if it's a DM or something, them, typically I'll just cut out their face. I won't put, I won't yeah. put who it is. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. I've, I wanted to do that so much. You should do it. To, to the people who are mean in my comments and to the men who are in my comments who I can see they got a whole wife and child. Girl, yes. Put them out there. Listen. You know who does that? Uh, Jasmina from Mary. Oh, I believe it because Jasmina she does that that. all the time, and Jasmina does racking up. I'm like, oh, this is great, great content. Ten out of ten. I love it. I love it. I love it. Because put your foot down. These people cannot just say whatever. You're right. You have to. You can't let. You can't let people. Listen, Mm-mm. can't let people mess. This is your page. This is my page. Like you came to my page, so this is what you're gonna get. Boom. I like That's it. That's it. Yep. All right. Okay, we're gonna switch gears because we going all day about these people. <laughs> this could be a whole episode just talking just the about trolls. the people, just the people on the, the internet. The, yes, the comments. But let's switch over to your Amazon drop collection. <laughs> And fashion, like that's a big part of mm-hmm. your of mm-hmm. your brand. And I'm wearing Vicky's one up. of her sets. That's so cool. Should I get up? Can I get up? Asia, is it gonna mess now. things up? She said no. She doesn't okay. want to. She's cringing. She's cringing. Yeah. <laughs> She's like no. But I'll, I'll post some pictures of it. But yes, I was like when I saw this collection. This is the second one. Yes. So talk about how you got into that. How that opportunity came about. Mm-hmm. Just like, where did you get connected with Amazon and the drop? So, um, you know, what's funny, people always used to ask me when I was like really heavy into YouTube and I used to do my try on hauls and all that stuff. People used to ask me if I ever wanted a clothing line and I'd be like, no, mm-hmm. I don't want a clothing line. Really? I don't want to design clothes. Yes. Because I was also, I was always under the impression that I'd have to do the work so of much like of drawing the work. and stuff. <laughs> well, not even that. Like. It's like the whole process, the business part of it uh, is yeah, what yeah. I was really like nervous about. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I will never do this unless I have like a collab or something that I can do because mm-hmm. I just don't want to be held responsible That's for shipping out all this stuff. Oh yeah. Holding inventory in my home. Like, yeah. I just don't have the space for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had put that in the back of my head yeah. and then probably, wait, I think it was 2020. I got, I was, I was doing campaigns for Amazon. I did like a year long campaign with Amazon mm. and it was actually for their devices, like oh. Amazon devices, like Alexa and things like that. Oh, okay. okay. I was hoping no one's no Alexa in here. Um, <laughs> like, she never like, what? If you're playing this out loud in your home and Alexa talks, I'm sorry. Um, but uh, yeah, I did a lot of Alexa stuff. So I know how that goes. Um, and yeah, so it was mostly for devices. And then since I was already, you know, in the Amazon space, mm-hmm. my management was able to like start reaching out to Amazon the drop because they're like, you could do a drop. And I had seen um, Blake, who lives mm-hmm. in Chicago as well, mm-hmm. who were cool. That's yeah. My, that's my homie. Yeah. Um, and she was doing her Amazon drops. And she's like the queen of Amazon drops. Mm-hmm. Like she is like oh, the, I've seen the Amazon her. drop girl. Yeah. Okay. Always it's selling amazing. out. Like I'm it's, gonna show you some. It, I mean, she's really paved the way for. I want to say she's paved the way for, the way for black women to mm-hmm. do the drop because there weren't that many of us doing it yeah. at the wow. start of it. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, sent a DM and was like, "Hey, I'm gonna shoot my shot and like I want to do a drop." Yeah. So once I saw that, I was like, "Oh, like I could do 
this. Like this is possible. This is possible for yeah. me. Um, so I let my management know. I was like, you know, if if Amazon ever say anything about their clothes or fashion or whatever, I want to like hop on board because I want to maybe one day we could do a drop. Mm-hmm. And so then year later, they I had a call. Amazon the drop reached out. Um, I also here's the thing: when you shoot your shot, you have to have like. More bullets in the chamber, okay? You got to be ready to shoot. You got to be ready. ready. To shoot you gotta be ready. Like, when they shooting. say something, you got to be like, okay, you got to be ready. Yeah. And I learned that from Blake when she, you know, when she um, reached out to them. Like, her page is great. Like, mm-hmm. you go on her page, you see all of what could be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's what you kind of have to do when you work with brands. You like, gotta you tailor have to, like, it. Yes, you got to, like, make sure, like, if you're going to reach out to a brand, yeah. they need to be able to go to your page and see what they can put on, Agreed. like, yeah. how they can benefit from you. Yeah. So I had already been buying other drops and, like, wearing their clothes and stuff so that they kind of got an idea of how I would style things. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so even if they were just like, oh, we just want to, like, send you some things. and you, you know what I mean? I was just trying to, like, see... What could happen? Yeah, and I think it worked. Because, yeah, it um, definitely worked. They, for sure. they, they had, they were like, we want to do a call with you, and I'm thinking like they're just gonna be like, oh, you know, like we're considering you. We'll get back to you. They, they got on the call and they were like, yeah. So when you do your drop, blah blah blah, and I'm like, like wow. what? Like it was an intro call. It wow. wasn't even like a call to like. It was an intro call with them. I had never talked to these people before. Yeah, and they're just like, yeah. So when you do your drop, this is how it's going to go, blah, blah, blah. We'll send you a contract. And I was like, okay. What? Yeah. I got this drop. I was like texting my husband. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like I was sweating. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. That's amazing. So yeah. And then after that, zoom in. Like, all right, I got a design. We got to wow. pick out like what styles you want to do, your colors. We're sending you a fabric binder. You got to choose your fabrics. Wow. Yeah. It was just, it went by so fast. It happened so quickly. Amazing. And then the first drop did really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I was mad. I wasn't ready. Like I, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready I for was that not one. expecting. That's why I was like, I am not about to let these people play me this time because I was, I was not, not ready. Because the thing about influencing is you never really know how down people are for you yeah. until you try to like sell them something that mm-hmm. is just you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've seen a lot of influencers like try to come out with stuff and like it may not, it may do really well or it may flop. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter how many followers you have. Yeah, it doesn't. Hey. It because really doesn't. you never know what, how your audience responds, yes. to, will respond to you yes. selling selling something that, you know, it's new. Yeah. Right. So I wasn't sure what was going to happen. I'm like, I mean, my followers like me, but I don't know if they like me like that. Like, yeah. like that. Like to buy them? <laughs> like to buy them? Put their promotions out there? Yeah, I know. I know. And I was like, ooh, I was nervous. So when that first drop hit and stuff started selling out, it I was like, like Literally Something sold out in like, like 30 that. minutes. Yes. And I was wow. like, I'm I'm dead. It went like I'm that. dying. Wow. Oh my God. I was like freaking out. And then like a week later, they were like, okay, so we want to redo, we want to redo that one. Let's just do that again. And I was like, crazy. <laughs> okay. So I had right. two drops in one year. That was wild. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was just a great experience. Um, it definitely taught me a lot about um just like Moving quickly, number one, I had to learn how to move really fast mm-hmm. and like already have my ideas ready. Yeah. So even before the drop called me the first time, I was already in my head planning just like, in case mm-hmm. because I'm like, I mean, if they, like they, they they might say yes eventually, so mm-hmm. let me just go ahead and think about what I would do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wasn't expecting them to say yes on that call, but mm-hmm. just you in was case. ready though. You was yeah, ready. I'm like, I'm but not, you gotta I'm stay ready because you gotta stay ready. Yes. Like you can't just so you don't have to get ready. <laughs> yes, you can't just be like, hey, I want to do this, and then they like, okay, so what you gonna do? Right. And then you don't know. Mm-hmm. 
You got to stay ready. So, well, I saw a little bit of you talking about your inspiration for this drop that you just came mm-hmm. out with. What was your inspiration for the first one? And then for those who don't know, if you could share your inspiration for the recent one. Um, the first one, I knew when I got that drop, I was thinking they were probably going to. Well, they told me, like, I guess a timeline. So they were saying summer would be like my mm-hmm. drop time. And I'm like, perfect. I do a lot of colorful stuff anyways. Mm-hmm. I'm a very colorful person. Mm-hmm. And up until that point, I hadn't really seen anybody do like a full spectrum color like drop. Yeah. So I was like, I want every single color. Can I get every single color? And <laughs> um, I couldn't do every single color, but I tried to make everything like bright and colorful. Because mm-hmm. that's how I am. Yeah. Um, so that was the inspiration for the first one. Just like color, stuff that you could wear like on vacation, on a date, whatever, like versatile things. Yeah. I love versatile clothing. I love stuff that unzips, unbuttons, and turns into something else. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. fun for me. Mm-hmm. Um, just to maximize like wear yes. and like yeah. how many times you can wear it, get your cost per wear. Exactly. You know? Um, so the versatility is what I was really going for. And then the colors is what I was really going for. Yeah. As well. So had fun with that. And then the, for the second, what's funny is I was recording. Uh, some reels for the first drop Mm -hmm. and I was watching Star Wars with my sister because she had never seen like the first Star Wars movies so I don't think I have y'all not Star Wars people no I try it's okay you know what's (laughs) funny is I love Star Wars I do Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't really be knowing what's going on (laughs) I I watch for the fashion (laughs) and for the cinematography I don't be knowing what's going on I've tried I I really don't I'm kind of slow when I watch movies like I (laughs) I have to read the, the subtitles. The so yes, they, yes. I like the subtitles. I just focus yes. on the action. Like who's yeah. fighting who? Yes. Okay, he's related to who? Okay, cool. That's yeah. all I need to know. Like yeah. all the in, other interworkings of the war of and the, all that of stuff. The yeah. universe. And yeah, the, I'm just like, I don't... Yeah. I'm here for the fashions. Right. The, fashions. <laughs> the fashions and the fighting is all I care about. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was watching with her and I love... Well, I'll say you guys should watch the first three episodes of Star Wars because they're okay. really good. Okay. Oh, oh, the it. episodes like the new the first series. three episodes like the okay. movies, the movies, movies. Oh, <laughs> are they wait like the <laughs> old like, oh. one? No, not, I, well, they're not old. The third, the old ones are like four, five, and six. Wait, Star Wars is the one with that uh, with the with the little robot thing, <laughs> the that, lightsaber, the, <laughs> the, little, <laughs> the little dome thingy <laughs> that like. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's not the one where. Uh, <laughs> yes, that one. R two D two. It's the noises. <laughs> that's what this is. No, no, that's no, that's no, 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 yeah, so that's Star Wars. Yes. My dad tried to get me to watch the first one, but the graphics were so bad because it was so oh, old. So the, fir- so the old ones? Yeah. yeah. It was hard for me. Yeah. The one, two, and three came out in the 2000s. <laughs> so yeah, the second drop, I was watching Star Wars with my sister while I was recording my reels. Because um, recording reels takes a long time. Yeah, they didn't know. It they really do. does. They take it a long really time. Does. It took me like four hours to record all them outfits. I would oh just try on outfits and just seeing what was cute. Yeah. And uh, so while I was recording that drop, I was watching Star Wars and I was like, if I ever do, because like, okay, you do need to go watch. Okay, well, just look up Queen Amidala. Wait, is her name Queen Amidala? No, Padme. His name is Padme. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. Besides the point, <laughs> the fashions in Star Wars are actually really good. Mm-hmm. I love the fashions. I'm yeah. here for the fashions. Like there was a costume designer. Yes. I love costume design in general. Yeah. Like, it's just great. Mm-hmm. Because you, like, come up with, like, all these magical characters and you give and them a look. And it sets the vibe. Yeah. It sets the vibe, mm-hmm. you know? And so I was like, okay, this is a vibe. Like, watching it as... I'm older now. I was watching it. I was like, if I ever come out with a clothing line, I need to do like a Star Wars like inspired. It's like, you know what? My next drop, I'm going to try to incorporate some Star Wars fashion in That's so cool. So then they asked me and I was like, oh, it's got to be fall, winter. Because if it's fall, winter. Mm -hmm. Because they wear a lot of, in Star Wars, they wear a lot of like 
knits yeah. yep. things. And I it's guess, like long. Like yeah, slowly. they're in the desert, but it's not hot. It's yeah. cold because they're in the galaxy. Yeah. They're in like the space. Mm-hmm. I heard I the it's desert cold is actually cold anyway. No, it is. I didn't know is that. it really? It does yeah. get cold. At night it does. Oh, wow. I didn't know that either. It gets cool at night. That's yeah, interesting. So, something about the um, the air or something. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I love the way they like layered their stuff. And I was like, I need some thumb holes. I need some layering. I need some. I love the thumb yes. holes. That's like so my I favorite. I was really hoping it. If I do a, a fall one, I got I got the peoples. Yes. You know? I loved all of the pieces. They were just all Thank beautiful. You. I had a hard time. I was sitting there like, damn. I was like, which I one do I want? And then I was like, because of what happened the first time, I was like, I cannot don't let these miss people. Out. Yeah. Sell this thing never, out. So I just know. had to make a decision. I was like, okay, I'm going to go with this one. This is this going to be the one. I well, it looks you great. You it to us. You were like, yeah. which one, which one should I get? Yes. Looks great on you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I appreciate you for creating this because this is just like amazing. I'm super into fashion. Mm-hmm. I love like, that. that's something that I can say that being like my younger 20-something Kayla and then being able to watch you and being like, don't let people tell you that you can and can't wear stuff. And I was like, no, yeah, that's true. I was like, that's right. I'm going to just wear what I want to wear. Yeah. Like I went through a phase, like you go through phases Mm -hmm. of like that comparison mode of like, okay, like this is what's in fashion or what's trending type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to do that. Like, I just want to do what I want to do and forget what people say. So yes. It's self-expression. It is. It's an art that. form. It is an art form. Mm-hmm. It is an art form. To be able to pair stuff together and mm-hmm. have like style and not just dress according to trends. Like mm-hmm. that's a really big deal. It is. It is. Because I feel like how you present yourself is like people, it's people looking at you. So you're like, do I want to look a certain way for other people or do I want to look a certain way for mm-hmm. me? Yeah. You know, and that, that comes with like the boundary thing. It's yeah. like how confident in yourself are you? Mm-hmm. And that shows in how you dress, I feel yep. like. I feel it. Mm-hmm. Someone said I look like Handmaid's Tale today. Please. And I was unbothered. It's a vibe, though. That's how I was like, okay, yeah, blessed be like, the fruit. It's a vibe, though. <laughs> blessed be the fruit. You know, I draw inspiration from anywhere, okay? Yeah. Anywhere. Yeah. Like, Star Wars? Come on. Yeah, yeah that's like cool. most people wouldn't watch Star Wars and be like, I'm going to dress like that. Exactly. But that's how I saw it. So, mm-hmm. and that's all that matters. I yep. love that. If you like it, girl, if you like your Handmaid's Tale braids, wear your Handmaid's Tale braids. Period. You think it's cute? Do you? And that's it. That's it. That's all that matters. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I'm weak. Okay. Do you have anything else that you want to share about like Amazon Drop or fashion? Fashion. Um, I don't know. I I, I thrive on questions. I don't really have anything to say. Okay. <laughs> if you have questions, I can answer them. Yeah, <laughs> I think that that was really my main questions. Yeah, I just wanted it. you to talk about mm-hmm. the drop and how that whole thing got started and where you drew your inspiration from. So yeah, that's like really cool insight yeah. to get that background. Mm. Yeah. But now we're going to talk about, I think this is one of our last topics because this is also something I think that is like really representative to your brand. It's just like, your faith journey, mm-hmm. um, being like growing up as a preacher's kid mm-hmm. and now being a preacher's wife, like that's mm-hmm. a that's a huge part of your life. And then how it led to the place that you're at now, like mm-hmm. being pregnant and how like your faith journey played a role mm-hmm. in leading to your pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So I guess the question is like, where did you kind of find the faith in not going the route that everybody else goes like when they're struggling to get pregnant and you deciding like, no, I'm going to do this my way and I'm going to be natural and it's mm-hmm. going to happen. Um, I think, I don't know when I, re- well, 
Yeah, I don't know when I realized this. I think more for more so for me, and I don't want to say it's like a selfish thing, but I was really thinking about myself first mm-hmm. before I really even start thinking, okay, I need to like figure out how to get pregnant. It was more so like, okay, if I'm not getting pregnant, that means something's not right with my body. Mm-hmm. And if there's something not right with my body, then like I should probably try to fix that first. Mm-hmm. And for me though, yeah. not for the babies, yeah, but for me, because yeah. I got to be so healthy. That you're healthy, yeah. Yeah, like I want to be healthy and I want to make sure that I'm good. Yeah, I'm also like a nerd and I love science as yeah. well. So I'm like, I'm going to figure this out. Yeah. Like I need to know exactly what's happening and I don't want somebody to just give me medication yeah. to mm-hmm. fix it. Because that's a quick fix. It is a quick fix. And I'm like, there's so much unknown that mm-hmm. I need to know. Mm-hmm. that I wouldn't know if I had just done medication. There's a lot of knowledge out there. It yeah. is a lot of knowledge. Yeah. And I'm like, I also love the human body. Yeah. When mm-hmm. I was in like college, I remember taking a, I think it was like a biology class or I don't really know. I don't remember. But I remember being so fascinated with the human body mm-hmm. um, and just like how reproductive health even works. Like it, it was just fascinating to me. Yeah. And so the fact that it wasn't happening for me, I was like, okay, I do have some knowledge of how this works, but I want to know more because I want to know what's going wrong mm-hmm. so that I can fix it. I'm a fixer yeah. also. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, I, I, don't, I don't want somebody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want solutions. And I also want them to be like long-term solutions. Like yeah. I don't want to have to keep going back into medication or you yeah. know, to a doctor to tell me like, hey, take this and you'll be okay. You know what yeah. I mean? Also, the doctors didn't give me any information. Like, oh, I hate that. So there's that. They're like, oh, you're fine. Just yeah. eat. And I'm like, just eat. Just like eat. that can't be the solution. You sure? <laughs> right. You sure that's it? Right. <laughs> it's like, I've been eating this whole time. And it's like, I also went through this. I've been, like I told y'all, I've been skinny my whole life. Mm-hmm. And so like people just telling me to eat. It's, it's like triggering. It's triggering. Yeah. It's, it's like really triggering. Like that's the solution like to all my problems. Sol- the solution to all my problems is just get thick. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's not that's some meat on your body. Number one, yeah, that's not that. how that works. Hate that. <laughs> number one, that's not how that works. That's not how my metabolism works. Yeah. That's not how my body works. Yeah. I can eat as and much as I want. And they should know that, especially the doctor. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> like, it's it's either I'm not eating the right things or like something's not right in my body or something. Mm-hmm. And I just want to know what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And so for me, like finding knowledge is always like my go-to. I'm mm. going to get the knowledge first. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, all right, forget the kid. I want to know okay. <laughs> what is going on with me first yeah. yeah. so that I'm even able to carry mm-hmm. a child Healthily. in the future. Healthily. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because um, I didn't want it to just be like a forced thing where yeah. it may not go right or, you know what I yep. mean? I have to mm-hmm. rely on people. I hate relying on people. Yeah. So I'm like, mm, <laughs> I want the knowledge. That. I want to figure it out. I want to yeah. do it myself. Yeah. So- I was cool with taking my time with it too because I also was when I first got married I was 22. Yeah. And I'm like I got time. Yeah. So I really wasn't worried about getting pregnant right away. It was more so like we got a little time, let me figure out what I'm what's going on with me first. Yeah. And I also was coming into myself as well. It's it was a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. I was in my early 20s. So I'm just yeah. figuring out who I am as a person, as a married person, you know, as a woman in general. It's mm-hmm. my first time living outside of my home. Yeah. So I'm like I'm with my parents. I'm figuring it out. Let me just figure this out. Mm-hmm. And I could do that because nobody really knew what was happening anyway. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was around the time where I decided, okay, I, I had I had like a few things happen like in my personal life that I felt like pushed me to that point. Yeah. But I was really like, I need to take care of me mm-hmm. because I noticed that not only was I not getting pregnant, but I was also not gaining weight and I had a hard time eating. Um, and I also was going through like this depressive, like, I don't want to call it like depression, but mm-hmm. it was just like one of those 
moments where you're just questioning life and you don't yeah, know who you are. Yeah, like a moment. Kind of yeah. like a little phase that you went through. It was a, it was a phase. And I was yeah. just like, I just need to get myself into good health, period. Yeah. Mental health, physical health, emotional health, all of that. Mm-hmm. So I just took the time to figure all that out. So that's why I went the holistic route because my the doctors weren't, my OBGYN was not telling me anything. Mm. Um, and I'm like, well, y'all ain't going to tell me nothing anyway because not you're not a nutritionist. You're right. not You're not going to do all that you know, inside work. Yeah. So I was like, let me let me go to somebody who like understands like nutrition and all those things, figure out what's going on. So then I found a holistic doctor. Um, and yeah, she just like started telling me things about my body. I learned so much. It was just so fun for me to when learn. When did that journey officially start? 2017. Okay. So that was like three years after I got married. So okay. 20, 24, 25. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, I started learning a lot about my body mm-hmm. and like how to eat right. Mm-hmm. Um, because nobody taught us how to, why don't they teach us these things in school? Like we can't eat hot Cheetos because all day. They're, they're t- oh, and that's what they eat all day. Hot Cheetos in Asia. Like, <laughs> Definitely. You cannot eat Wingstop and hot Cheetos every day Look. and think you're going to be okay. Look. You need nutrients in your body. And yeah. the, the first thing my, ho- my doctor told me, my holistic doctor, she told me, she's like, well, what is one thing you would want to give up? If, well, no, what is one thing you wouldn't give up? Like if you had to go on like a food journey, what, what's one thing you would not give up? And I'm yeah. like, bread. She's like, that's probably your problem. You probably just eat too <laughs> much like, bread that's the thing. and not enough veggies and mm-hmm. like whole foods. And then your body just starts need, having like alternate reactions to things. You need veggies, bro. Yes. Like she's just like, just eat vegetables. You need a colorful plate. Yeah. And I'm like. Ugh. You're like, is that I'm the like, solution? Am I in denial right now? I'm like, I just like fried things and bread. Like, right. I, I just want, I just want bread. I right. want pizza and pasta. And pasta. Ooh, pasta. And yeah, all the carbs. Like, mm-hmm. I just want. And she's like, well, you're you're new, you're empty. Like, you need nutrients. You yeah. need minerals. You need all these things. So we did blood tests and all that stuff and figured out like what my body needed. And mm-hmm. it was a, it was a great journey because it just taught me how to be more disciplined in taking mm-hmm. care of myself yeah. in general. Yeah. She also taught me a lot about grounding, which is great. It's mm-hmm. like. Learning how to calm your body when you're stressed, mm. um, all the different types of stress there can be on your body, like environmental stress and things like that. Oh, wow. It's just a great, it was all around, I really enjoyed it because it just got to the root of my issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think even though it took a minute to get there, um, it taught me a lot. And it, it, this was a huge part of my faith journey too, because it taught me a lot about like, how the world works and God created everything just so yeah. masterfully. Yeah. It's like it all connects. It's a beautiful yeah. design. The way we're connected to the earth and yeah. like just I mean it's it's and amazing. the healing properties that the earth has on yes. its own. And it's yeah. like if you just take like even I had to learn how to like silence my own thoughts mm. and all I had to do was go outside and with no shoes on. Yeah. And just walk around and in the grass. And that's grounding. And that's grounding. That is yeah. grounding. And I when I learned that, I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. I'm already a nature person anyway. I love Same. nature. But like now, like, I just love to travel different places and like just walk through the trees. Yeah. And like it's it's so comforting and healing too, because as a social media person, you're always God, like yes. inundated with so many opinions and thoughts. And yes. it's like, if you're always the on your noise. phone, you're distracted and it, it can cause stress yeah. and anxiety. Yep. And it's like, if you get rid of all that noise, get off your phone and actually like walk outside and breathe air, yeah. you'll be fine. Yeah. And that's what I started doing. And it's, it was, it's amazing. So I feel like all of that led to me being able to, you know, reproduce, but mm-hmm. also it was good for me too. And I feel like, even after the baby, I'll be okay. Yeah. Like I'll I'll still have my like I'll still be 
healthy enough to where I haven't lost myself completely. And I know how to get back to a place where I'm good. You, you know? have all these skills that you've been gaining this entire time. So Renaissance Sim. Yeah. I'm telling you, I love yes. I love learning things. <laughs> yes. I love knowledge. Yes. And I like to just gain different skills. But it's it's like the journey of life. Yeah. And I feel like people like miss that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you miss that opportunity when you're just so focused on I gotta make money gotta so I can get survive. It, gotta get it, gotta get it. What about you though? Just yeah. in grind. Are you okay? Constantly. Yep. Yeah, like. Are you taking time to breathe every day? Like, yeah. do you even think about breathing? Mm-hmm. Are you doing breathing exercises? Any of that? Like, yeah, probably not. Most you know, people don't. They don't, and they, they don't realize how stressed they are and how how much pent up they mm-hmm. have going on if they if they never release that. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I'm so big on like, you know, just releasing all of like, just all that negativity and things that bring you down and all the thoughts and letting all that go and just like being at peace. I love that. Yeah. yeah. That's so good. Yeah. I, well, I had to, what's really funny is the pandemic actually kickstarted oh, a lot of that too. It, that was the pandemic that a lot of people. That's when I really, yes, yeah. I had to sit in the house and just really think about <laughs> my whole life. <laughs> yeah. I have a choice. And it was like 29 too. So I was right about to, I was about to turn 30 the next year. Oh, so like, oh, yeah. it was like, yes. Yeah. Like was, an awakening almost. It like, was an awakening. Yeah. It was, an, that was, I took a year off of YouTube mm-hmm. and I was just like wow, let me yeah no I kind of scared to do no that? I kind of shot myself in the foot because uh-huh. <laughs> um I kind of disappeared well I don't feel like I disappeared I still <laughs> post every now and then but like it's funny because I'll get on TikTok and people be like oh my god I used to watch you and I'm like I'm still like you soon But I, but that's when I realized, like, I was like, okay, I need to take time to myself to yeah. really think about things. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's when I started, like, going on walks and, you know, because we didn't have anything else to do. Yeah. So. Nothing. I remember being scared to go outside. I was like, is it safe? Like, can I breathe the air outside? But then <laughs> you can breathe the air outside. When I realized that I could, that was, yeah. like, a big thing for me, too, like, going outside mm-hmm. and... Like reading, I would do that every morning. I would get up and go outside and just eat my breakfast. Man, the and routine I had in quarantine—it was great. I tell people all the time, I miss quarantine. I do too. I think we need a mandatory I, quarantine every year. Look, once a they month. was they no, were once talking a month. about one month that. out of the year I when they were talking about locking us down again. I was like, "Come on with Let's it. Let's do it." Because I, I it. actually enjoyed it. I yeah, did I did too. It was so peaceful. It yeah, was. the earth was like resetting. Yes, yes. and that amazing. was the realization when. We went into quarantine and then stuff started shifting mm-hmm. when the world opened back up. It really made me realize like I can't I can't continue to do this mm-hmm. like inauthentic, mm-hmm. going into work, doing mm-hmm. what other people want me to do. When you get to live your life that freely yeah. and then it gets snatched from you, yeah. it's like that moment, like dang, yeah, this yeah. ain't gonna work. Yeah. <laughs> and you really learn your values when you are like forced to be by yourself. Mm-hmm. Like that. Still. You learn yes, yeah. being still. And that that also is like a huge part of my faith journey as yeah. well, is like just learning how to be still and not have to do so much, yeah. not be in control of everything. I had like a, my husband turned 30 in 2020 and I had like a breakdown moment with him. And that's probably like one of the only times he's ever seen me really cry for real. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I feel bad because I can't control everything. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't want you to be disappointed that we didn't reach a, cause we always said we wanted kids before 30 Yeah, and he was about to turn 30. And I'm like, I just felt like, I failed because oh, I'm wow. like, I didn't, we didn't get to the point that we wanted to by a yeah. certain time. Yeah. And he's like, no, you didn't fail. It's just, it's just not time yet. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. but like, 
I had this idea of it's like you put these timestamps on things. That pressure that you and put it's on pressure, yourself. and mm. it it, was, it was, wasn't just pressure for me. It was pressure from other people too. Yep. Yeah, and it's like people are expecting to, you know, they want to see, mm-hmm. and it's just like I had to let all that go and just be like, okay. I am not in control of as much as I think I am. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of people realize that during the pandemic too. Yeah. Like you're not as control as you think you are. Yeah. Yep. So I had to really learn how to trust God for myself, mm-hmm. which is like an ongoing thing. Ongoing always. journey. Always. always. Because <laughs> even if you master one thing, oh, something yeah, it's will always test like, you and you will have to remaster it's it. It's always something. It's yeah. always something. And that is that is definitely like the biggest lesson that I've been learning the past like 10 years of my life. is like, yeah. one, I'm not as in control as I think I am. And you got to trust God because yep. you're not in control. Yeah. <laughs> so you you can't do anything but trust. Do you, you have to. Do you feel like you kind of had a little bit, like you got a little bit of a master over that, like before you got pregnant? Like, do you think that that's kind of what lended to? Like once you released and you were like, I'm not contro- in control of this, this mm-hmm. ship and I'm going to let God just do his thing. Then it just kind of like happened. You know how people say when you stop wanting something, that's when you get it. Yeah. yeah. That's what happened. <laughs> I had literally let it go so hard that right. like 2020 is when I like really let it go. I was like, okay, I'm letting all this go, all mm-hmm. this anxiety. I'm not going to try to control anything. Just it is what it is. I can't make this happen. So whenever it happens, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. That was it for me. I was like, I'm just going to keep taking care of myself so that if it does happen, I'll be ready. Yeah. And so after over time, I realized, you know what? I'm actually really glad I didn't get pregnant because I'm in this pandemic and I got no crying kids in this house right. and I can mind my business. I can wake up when I want. Right. I'm going to take care of nobody. Like right. I started thinking about it. I was like, actually, this is a good thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I kind of like this. this. Yeah. This is great. I kind of like this. And so I was like, you know, we spent, I got to spend all this time with my husband we got to know each other and like grow together and, you mm-hmm. know, everybody else is like, you know, kind of struggling and we're doing great. Yeah. Like, that means that I did something like, right. this is a good place. I feel like we're going to get in a good place. We yeah. got to know each other really well, you know? Um, and then bam. <laughs> literally. And then, quite then, literally. Then I realized then during the pandemic, I'm like, okay, I want to move out. I'm going to get a new house because like we need more space. So we started working together. My husband quit his job during the pandemic. Mm. Um, so we started doing entrepreneurship full time. And I'm like, okay, we got time to figure this out while we don't have kids. Like yeah. we got time to figure it out. So let's figure it out now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it it was going good for a little while. And then <laughs> things kind of start getting shaky. And I was like, well, that's entrepreneurship. You know, yeah. it's, it's a game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's risky. Mm-hmm. And I'm like trying to teach him how to take risks and stuff because he's used to like the nine to five thing. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, well, this is the life that I've been living. Yeah. Right. Yes. You're like, welcome. <laughs> some months, some months are a little shaky. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, we're trying to get through that. And then that's when I got pregnant. And I'm like, that's wow. In the most shaky moment of my life. That's really great. Wow. wow. So I was like frustrated because I'm like, now, Lord, you made me wait this long. And of all time. Of all time. Now. You chose when we're like the most unsure <laughs> yeah. about what to do and where to go and what. Mm-hmm. But that's how it works. And so that's why I'm like, mm. you just never know. You literally never know. But I was so good. Like I had gotten to a point where I'm like, man, I'm focused on this business. I'm focused on getting a new house. I'm focused this a recession. Like, yeah. there's so many other things going on. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I don't really need kids right now. Like, yeah. we can wait a, a couple years to get this together first so that I can just be smooth sailing once we get there. Right. No. That's not how that happens. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. okay, you're good. Here Got you go. something for you. Got something for you. Drop it in your lap. Boom. <laughs> All your plans so have funny. been shifted. Right. <laughs> so, like, it's so weird because I found out that I was pregnant I was actually pregnant during the Amazon, the first Amazon drop. And then I found out the week Ooh. after the first Amazon drop went live. Wow. It, I found out that I was eight weeks. Wow. 
Wow. Yeah. So it was just so, last okay. year was chaos. Wow. You, chaos. I'm imagining at that point you were probably a bit like nervous, like literally SpongeBob running around the room and fires mm-hmm. going off everywhere. Yes. So at what point did you get like excited? Where you were like, okay, like this is happening. Like, I'm trying to think about when I got excited. It wasn't really, ex- I won't say excited. It was more so like, wow, this is happening. Like, like, yeah. It still hit it. People ask me if I'm excited now. And I'm like, I don't even know how to feel. Like, I can't, it's hard to process. Yeah, yeah. I bet. Like, I've never been pregnant before. Yeah, like, I bet. I've been married for nine years and I've never seen a positive pregnancy test. Wow. So to have one is like, first of all, what? Yeah, like, what is this? And then like, there's a baby growing and then like, I feel it, but it's like, what is happening? Yeah. Like, it's just so weird to me. I can say now that I'm I'm a little more, I guess excited would be a, the word. But yeah. I don't even really know if you can say excited because I don't know what to expect. It's yeah. like a surreal. It's hard like, for me to be excited about things if I don't know what is going to happen. happen. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. I don't know. I don't know what to get excited about. Yeah. I'm like, you want me to be excited about pushing the baby out? Right. <laughs> that sounds. Like that part. That's what you want me to be excited about? Be, okay. I think I'm excited to like. Uh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> like, hold on. Wait, it's because it's all like, ooh. It's almost like an anxiousness. It like, is. It's feeling like, anxious. It's like you're anx- anxiously <clears throat> awaiting oh what's God, to come, but then also like anxious about what's to come. Yes. It's like a mix it's, of both. And it's hard to imagine something you don't, you've never done before. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I could get excited, but I don't really know what part I'm going to be excited, excited about, about yet. <laughs> Because I've never done this. Before. I've never yeah. done this. Before. And it just, it, it doesn't make sense to me that a whole baby is going to come out of my, my body. And I'm going to look at it and be like, Hi, isn't like, that oh, crazy? That's mine. You're mine. <laughs> I have to take you home. I really feel like when I see this baby come out, I'm going to be like, whose baby is <laughs> Like, what? That's what I feel like. like. You are my child. You know how some people that's like, crazy. they cry and they're like, oh my gosh, this is my baby. I'm You're just like, confused. Like, what? I saw this TikTok of this girl do that. Like, she gave birth and she was like, <laughs> and you feel like that's gonna be you this is mine like <laughs> i gotta go home with this uh, what about you your responsibility you? because you have to learn a whole person it's like Ooh, who are you it's a whole being it's a whole new being like nobody they don't exist yet and that's what's crazy it's like it's not somebody i can say oh i know you right like, i don't you know have to, you. you you have to, to know- learn who uh, yeah. yeah it's just a weird concept it's, it it's like trippy to that me. is trippy it is very because trippy. it's gonna be like me though the the concept of being pregnant and then having a baby trips me out all the time it's so whenever trippy. people talk to me about it i'm just like oh the whole process i can't even wrap my mind around it the whole process is the most fascinating thing but it's also like really scary I, oh. yeah I would imagine. Again, it's one of those moments where you're like, God really did this. Yeah. Because what? Like I was learning, I had a birth class on Saturday and I was Mm -hmm. learning about how babies know how to come out. Yeah. Like they they, they instinctually turn turn their body to come out of your pelvis. Isn't that wild? And your body knows what to do. And your body knows what to do. Like you don't, you don't even have to push. It's your body will push for you. Literally. Oh my God. Your job is to just try your best to relax. Yes. You have to try your best to relax while your body literally pushes out a human. It's like you just can't you. fight the body. You just got to. No. You just got to breathe through it literally. and relax. Literally. I'm, it's I'm wild fun just talking about I it. I was studying to be a doula and just like learning all of oh, that it's, stuff. It's I was amazing. like, what? <laughs> my body does You'd be what? a great doula. Yeah. Me? Yes. You're you such are. a calming spirit. You'd be you a great doula. Are. Oh, 
I told her, I was like, when I get pregnant, can you be my doula? She was like, no. Oh my God. That, I don't, I can't be Kayla's doula. <laughs> I can't be Kayla's doula. I really First of all, can't. I'm going to have 5,000 freak outs. What do I do? Literally. Oh God. Literally. It's a contraction. Literally. <laughs> I'm going to literally, literally just. Kayla will need at least two to three doulas. <laughs> I agree. And I'm not kidding. That is funny. I agree. I am not kidding. I am not a very good person. But I don't person. think that's a bad thing. She's just a very intense person. An intense person. I am. I just get. You have a great birth story then. Yes. <laughs> Record all of it. Oh, all of it. All of it. Record all, all of it. I'll be Record. That's gonna be oh great. God. The I drama like, will be real. Oh, it will be. It could be a reality show. Oh, yeah. like the office for real. I'll be zooming in on people's Seriously. faces. Like, <laughs> That's amazing. I think I just get very. I get worked up about stuff. She does. Yeah. So when things are new and happening that I don't know what what's about to happen, I just get worked up. My initial <laughs> response is, "Oh, we're going to ten million. We're about to go through the roof." <laughs> and then I'll come down from there. I'm like, "No, it's fine. It's Everything's fine. okay." But I have to go through the roof first. Like, yeah. I'm going yeah. to send it up. It's a process. It's a process. I'm going to cry. I'm going to complain. Yeah. And I'm going to whine about it. But that's okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you, have have a right. baby. You, you have a right. You have a right. Yeah. You have, you have right. a right. Mm-hmm. Oh. You have a right. That's no. so interesting. Oh, yeah, it is. It's oh, interesting goodness. for sure. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Any more questions? <laughs> no about questions that? from me. I'll enjoy this conversation. Yeah, this was, this was enlightening. I'm just going to enjoy this one. Really? <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, but we do have some listener questions. Oh, right. okay. People have questions. Bring it on. Bring it on. They want to know. I have answers. Okay. So, the people ask... We kind of talked about this. Hmm. Yeah, the easiest a, and hardest thing about being that's a... That's why I We did that, that one. Um... We kind of talked about this, but not really. What are you expecting to be the biggest challenge with being a new mom? Mm. Is it the same answer? Um, The biggest challenge, I think for me, I think the biggest challenge will be figuring out, I guess, how to, it's just going to be all new. And that's mm-hmm. what is making me not nervous, but just like, I don't know who I'm, what I'm going to be like. In every phase of my life, I've shifted yeah. with the change, yeah, um, and became a new person, yeah. And so it's kind of like I don't know who I am on the other side. You of have it. to yeah. relearn. Yourself I have to all relearn over myself, yeah. Yeah. and because it took me so freaking long to learn myself in my twenties, mm-hmm. I feel like I did such a good job, and I graduated, yeah. yeah. And now I'm doing it all over all again, over it. Mm-hmm. and it never so stops. It, oh, it never stops. Yeah. So I feel like I'm starting a new chapter, but like. Literally, I have to learn myself all yeah. the time. Yeah, so sure. I guess, yeah, that's that's the ad- adaptation is yeah. what my yeah, adapting, adapting. Mm-hmm. adapting. Thank you, adapting, rerouting, and just figuring out who I am. Yeah. yeah, what and what that looks like. How much of myself am I gonna give to like yeah. being an influencer? And oh, learning the that, new boundaries. That's, yeah, and yeah. I and I'm I've really been struggling with that too because I'm like. I always wanted to get to a point where I felt like we were good enough financially to where I could just duck off and disappear. Yeah. And we're not there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm bringing a baby on this journey and I don't know how much of my baby I want to share yet. Yeah. Yeah. That's I also, think somebody asked that, like how much of... I don't know. And, and I don't like... Again, I have boundaries mm. and I'm very overprotective. Mm. Yeah. And you're going to go in mama bear mode. Because, oh, I am. Yeah. And so that's why I'm... I'm apprehensive to like say how much I'm going to share mm-hmm. because I'm not so. really sure yeah. what kind so. of headspace I'll be in. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be nuck if you buck regardless. <laughs> For sure. 
as but, it should be. As you should. Yes. But at the same time, I realized this is my job mm. and sharing my life is a part of my job. That's so Because that's how I made it. Yeah. So, I mean. And that's finding so that happy tough. medium between the two. Yeah. 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 So, I'm, I'm giving myself grace and I'm giving myself time to figure it out. Yeah. Um, I and do you'll know what feels wanna, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And I do still want to be me, though. Also, yeah. I don't want to lose myself. Yeah. Because a lot of, I don't want to be like negative about moms, but like moms, they are moms, you know, mm-hmm. they mommy really hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially you know? influencer moms. And I don't want to be a momfluencer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. still want to be me. I still want to talk about fashion. I still want to talk about, I want to do the things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's so hard to not let your li- your your real life spill over into yes, your work yeah. when you're a lifestyle yes. type influencer. Yes. So I'm just trying to figure out that balance, what that looks like. I have like my my management team talking to me about it already. Mm-hmm. They're like, how much work do you want to do with mom brands and things like that? And I'm like, we can just dabble. Right. Until I'm ready to fully like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. I don't want my whole brand to change into me being a mom. I feel yep. that. You know? Cause you I still, still have to have me. an outlet. Like I want a creative outlet. That's what yeah. that's what I created my platform for was to mm-hmm. be a creative outlet. Mm-hmm. Yep. And like, I want to keep it that way. Yeah. So hopefully, I think I'll do okay though, because I am so good at setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. I'll be able to say no. Mm-hmm. Um, but that also might mean that I won't be as present yeah. as I was. Mm-hmm. It's a give and take. So yeah. we'll we'll see yeah. um, how that balance works out. But yeah, I still fully plan on being my full self. Yeah, I, I just don't know what that self looks like yet. But mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. Um, last question: What does friendship look like for you? Friendship. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so um, I'm a big relationships person. Me and my husband are both. We pride ourselves on being relationship people Mm -hmm. because relationships are so important um you cannot do life alone and we've realized that especially on the journey that we were on like it's so important to have like-minded people Mm. who can be in your corner and pray for you and support you um and speak to like the different phases of your life Mm. um and for me like growing up i didn't really have a ton of super close relationships um, because I was always the kind of person who just got along with everybody, yeah. but never really like got close to people. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was like the fun friend yeah. that was like, kind of on the outside of all the groups mm, yep. and just like, Hey guys, yeah, you know, what's up? Where are we going? Cool with everybody. Yeah. I'm just mm. cool with everybody. Like I was never really like, Oh, I stick with my people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, um, I think this is just a preacher's kid thing in general. We're always kind of yeah. like. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know who trying to be my friend. Okay. Today. You know, it just <laughs> changed a lot for me. So, things. right. Right. Mm-hmm. So as an adult, I feel like friendship now is more so like, I look at it like having siblings almost. Like when I call somebody my friend, it's like, you're my sibling. Yes. Like you're family mm-hmm. to me. Um, and I value family over it because like a lot of people have friendships for like different reasons, mm-hmm. which is fine. You have to know how to like manage your friendships in a way that is like wise Mm confused wisdom like not everybody's going to be your close friend Mm -hmm. some people are in your life for a season and that's okay Mm -hmm. um but like the people who are close to me close to me like we're you stuck with me for life forever like we're locked in yes and like i really value friendship because like i said it's just you just need support sometimes you just need people who can listen to you and vent to you and or vice versa like you guys are in each other's corner um and it's it's been like my friends have been so helpful in getting me through, like I said, like those moments where people are saying things about you yeah. online and you don't, you you process it in a way that's like 
kind of beating yourself up and they're like, no, yeah, yeah that's not, not you, bro. They're, they mm-hmm. remind you who you they are. They remind you who you are, yes. Mm-hmm. And they keep you grounded too. Yes. And, I, and I, I really appreciate that. I also feel like me and my husband talk about this a lot, about how friendship is like the base foundation of our relationship as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if I wasn't friends with him, I would not be married to him. Like yeah. it is so important to me to have to live with my friend. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, of course, we have a romantic relationship, but at the core of who we are, we are homies. Yeah. yeah. Like, that is my best friend. That's your mm-hmm. life partner. I yes. mean, I would We know. have, yeah. like, the things that we've gone through, like, the only way we could have gotten through it is if we were, like, tight. Like, yeah. homies. Like, you got to be able to talk about this. Yes. Like, for sure. Like, at the end of the day, I'm calling him first if I got something going on. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, Which makes it great because every day is, like, I'm with my, my best friend. Yeah. So, Friendship is important to us too because it's like we have to be able to talk through things and be vulnerable with each other. Mm-hmm. I feel like in adult friendships, sometimes people get caught up in like, oh, they didn't check on me. Oh, they didn't call yeah. me. Or, like it's like tit for tat kind of thing. Yeah. Like, oh, I feel like you weren't there at my birthday party. But no week. grace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no grace. grace. Like we're adults. Like yeah. we're all going through things. Everybody has their own things going on. And it's like, yeah, I just, I feel like. I'm a very low maintenance friend. Mm-hmm. Very low maintenance. Like I don't. You don't have to check on me all the time. Mm-hmm. I, you could call me once a month. Yeah, or and that's once good a year. Enough. That's me. <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, as long as you're consistent. Well, mm-hmm. That's all that matters to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't need a whole lot of maintenance. Yeah. Um, because I'm good with my like. I'm not. I don't. I don't look to my friends for like validation. Like yeah. that. Yeah. You yes. know what I mean? Like I'm cool with myself. Mm-hmm. But I also really value having people in my corner yeah. too. So. Um. Did I answer the question? Yeah, you did. <laughs> what was the question? What does friendship look like to you? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, you definitely like answered it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, That's I, I good. just, I, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to keep rambling because I no. Can... Okay. But you said like really good stuff, and I feel like everything that you said really resonated. Mm-hmm. Friendship, I think, for both of us is like very important. Mm-hmm. It's a big part of like what this podcast was built out of and Mm -hmm. especially with me like transitioning into like about to be married Mm -hmm. this year like I loved I saw y'all's clip I forget which episode it was but she was talking about how she felt like you couldn't like mm-hmm. you, I couldn't, you couldn't be, mm-hmm. you know what I'm trying to say? It was yes. hard for me to be present. It was hard for you to be yeah. present. It was hard for you to be present. And and that that's one of those tough moments in friendship. I feel like I've gone through that too, where it's like your life changes and mm. your other people in your life are not going through that change. It, it I, I went through that so many times with like a lot of my friends getting married, um, not getting married, getting pregnant before mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And it put pressure on me because I'm like, everybody else has kids. And yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm like the friend that doesn't. Mm-hmm. So I know how that feels. Yeah. Where it's like, you want to be happy for people. Like I'm going to everybody else's baby shower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like. It's also yeah. difficult. To- and then yeah. friends taking that personally when it's like, it's really not about you. Yeah. Like, yeah, it and- has everything to do with me and the space that I'm in in mm-hmm. my life right now. And yeah. it was hard for me to communicate that too because I'm like. Sometimes I didn't want to go to the baby shower. And it's, it's like it's not that I don't the words though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because you don't want them to like reject you or to like be like, you're, oh, you're not a real you friend. For, yeah. yeah, but it's yeah. like I'm also going through something. Yeah, and it's kind of hard for me to yeah to be present. To, to be how present. I want to. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you could have the desire to want to be present and still not be able to show up in that Man. way. Mm-hmm. And people forget that Man. they just they get so wrapped up in what they want personally, uh-huh. and it that's a big part of how a lot of friendships end up following falling apart. Yeah. Because you expect somebody to do something and, and they don't, don't do it the way that you want to. And there's no communication. And it's like friendship everybody- breakups are always like Oh, they're so hard. Just like clean cut too a lot of times. Yeah. You know? 
Like, I feel like people are a little more vulnerable in romantic relationships. Yeah, they'll but go they don't, back, yeah. come back, mm-hmm. go back. Yeah, we don't have any great for our friendships. Yeah. At all. At all. Like, I, I saw this TikTok about that. This girl was talking about how, um, like, girls will, sometimes women will, like, um, they'll go back to a man so many times after he's done them wrong. But, like, a friendship, I'm cutting you off as soon as you yeah. don't show up for me the way I'd felt like you should have shown up. Yeah. And it's like, we got to be, we got to give people more grace. Yep. Yeah. We're all adults here. I, I totally We got to be able to communicate. Those right. things, and people know? have 5,000 million things <laughs> going we, on. Yes. Constantly. We so. are all grown. Mm-hmm. We have to be able to talk through things. Yep. Mm-hmm. We have to. It's important. Yep. I agree. That was good. Aw. Um, okay. So we're about to do our affirmations and then we're going to wrap it up. I got one okay. and I guess that'll be the one. Okay. Um, I'm about to walk into the greatest season of my life. I'm about to walk into the greatest season of my life. I like it. Oh, am I supposed to say it? Yes. I'm about to walk into the greatest season of my life. (laughs) You know, is this an affirmation? I don't know if this is an affirmation, but my saying for this year is, I'm going to do the best I can with what I got. Come on, that's an affirmation. I'm I'm going to do the best I can with what I got. Yes. Insert Mariah meme. Vicky, thank you so much for coming on. Like thank you for we just me. feel very honored to have you very on. Very honored. Oh, I'm honored to be here. Very yes. Honored. It just this was a great episode. Like I think that I want everybody to know about you. So I hope that we bring some more people to your page and they can figure out who you are and you know, just get to know you a little better. Cause you have been like one of the most influ- influential influencers that I have followed. Oh, so thanks. I appreciate that. So yeah, so we're gonna wrap it up with our socials. You can follow us on YouTube at Fill in the Blank Podcast, on TikTok at Fill in the Blank Pod underscore. Yeah. Is there an underscore? Am I wrong? There's no, no underscore. No underscore. Lies. Every fill time. in the blank pod. And then on Instagram it is fill in the blank underscore. My social media on Instagram is at as told by dot Kayla Ayana at Ayana dot Amore and Vicky. I'm at victorious, the word victorious <laughs> Logan Erwer. Mm-hmm. Erwer, <laughs> all them, all the apps, all of them. Period. Okay, so we're wrapping it up. Thank you guys for tuning in again. We love you and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.